Hello, this is Jen Sanders with our third podcast for our real life groups in a series of podcasts on practices in the Christian life. We have been exploring worship. This was our first practice. And we will be moving on to scripture after this week. And the first two podcasts um, were about being called to worship. And then Georgia went on to help us think about being um, cleansed by God's great grace in the service during confession, and then also that we celebrate um, through songs, through creeds, um, during our worship um, time together every week. And today we are going to be thinking about three other C's of worship, and they're kind of big words. (laughs) First one is consecrated by his word. The, th- the next one is um, we commune with God um, as a family at the table of the Lord. And the last one is we're commissioned out um, in the love of God to be serve- servants in his world. So this first one that comes um, directly after being cleansed by God's great grace Um, is a time um, where most people think of as the sermon. And Paul tells Timothy um, in um, 1 Timothy 4.13, he says, Until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of Scripture, to exhortation, and to teaching. This is a, a powerful and mysterious element in our worship service every week. And the reality is, for me at least, this has been a tricky part of the worship service. And I don't know how you come into this time, but I would love to spend a minute or two thinking through um, how we are postured as we come into this this aspect of the worship service. Um, so kind of reflect on as you know think about past worship services and um, don't judge yourself too harshly um, just observe um, your posture and I don't know um, you may come in really eager um, like a student might come into a college class um, where you're gonna have your pad and pencil ready to take notes and um, almost like you're in a lecture and um, we may come in, uh, maybe maybe like a high school student might come into a class, just sort of like, oh, man, this is sort of the long, boring part. Um, I just, you know, have to get through it. We may come in um, as the examiner. Um, you know, we have our um, stopwatch ready, and we're going to be having um, maybe a more critical posture, like we're the evaluator. We're the one that is um, kind of in the know, and we are going to see if this sermon lines up with what we believe. Um, We may feel 
afraid or anxious um, because we we see this as a serious time and this is God's word and um, we might be nervous that we will be exposed even just for a moment to ourselves um, and we feel fragile. And so um, spend just a moment and um, and would love for us to talk about this with others, um, but how we come into this time. Again, not judging ourselves harshly, just observing. Because um, there's probably real reasons that we approach this time with these different postures. Um, but let's contrast some of those to um, coming in with an expectation, yes, um, but an expectation that is bound up in the Holy Spirit going before us and behind us and through the preacher and through his word um, to do a mysterious work um, called consecrating, which basically means to set apart as holy or sacred. So he, the Holy Spirit, is going to be consecrating us with his word. And it's a bit of a partnership, right, between the pastor, right? There's a burden on on the pastor to um, to be humbling himself um, to God's word and the spirit. And then we we come in as well um, with a with laboring. Um, you know, we don't we don't just sit there like we're listening to a TED talk. Um, we are um, co-laboring with the pastor um, as the Spirit moves between us and His Word, and. Um, we acknowledge where it's hard for us, and that's okay. We acknowledge whether it maybe we're tired and we're about to fall asleep. Um, we acknowledge where we're not really jiving with the personality of a pastor, um, and that's making it hard to listen. Or maybe we acknowledge that our kids are being very busy in the seats next to us or someone beside us is really coughing a lot or um, we can acknowledge all of that and how it's how it's hard. It's interfering or it's um, making it more difficult. And at the same time, we can trust that the Lord is committed to consecrating us mysteriously and powerfully through his word with a... Um, a, a pastor um, who is is has prepared and come um, listening to God's word on our behalf um, alongside children and other folks in the midst of our tiredness. Um, he chooses to use this means to consecrate us, to set us apart um, and so we um, can encourage one another in this, um, that we're not bound to a particular personality. God's word is not bound to a particular personality and a pastor. 
um, and he's not bound by our own limitations within worship. So we move from being consecrated by God's word to communing with God and each other. We commune with God as a family at the table of the Lord. We um, come to this time believing the gospel for ourselves and for one another. As we watch people um, walking down the aisle, as we walk beside them, we are acknowledging that um, we are not alone, that everyone is coming, declaring that our hope and our fuel and our um, whole reality is bound up in this um, work that Christ has done on the cross on our behalf, um, that our sins are not held against us. They do not separate us from the living God who we were made for. And there is, again, a mysterious work of sanctification happening, um, sanctification being um, being made more like Christ, um, happening as we come forward con- confessing already and receiving the tangible elements that remind us of his forgiveness and um, give us the fuel to forgive others um, and live with great freedom and joy, um, knowing there's no no room for shame. Um, we go forward um, with great grace. And... This may also be a, a place where we can spend a moment kind of, again, gently observing our posture um, and how that may impact how we receive this, the elements, the, the bread and the juice and the wine. We um, may have come from traditions where um, – it was a very somber and silent time. We may have come from traditions that rarely celebrated the Lord's Supper. Um, we may be fairly new <laughs> to Christian faith, right? And um, it is still a strange um, practice to be feeding on what is said to be the bread and blood of Christ. And all those are fair, <laughs> And, um, and this is where we also remember we are a part, um, we're communing with God and with each other. So it's not about us. <laughs> it's, not, it's not less than us. It's just way more than just us. And we remember when, when Jesus first instituted this, the, the, his, this supper, this practice, he was, they were celebrating Passover, <clears throat> and it probably took around three hours, right? And they probably had conversation and talked about somebody's grandmother or what they did this week. Um, it was a joyous time. And there are also some seasons, right, during, during Holy Week where we might um, really set apart and, and move towards a more solemn, somber 
um, experience of the Lord's Supper as we acknowledge the weightiness of what his what he did for us um, through his death and the um, great sacrifice and darkness he endured for us. But in general, it's to be experienced almost like a dinner party. This is where Giorgio is is loves like if folks are catching up as they walk down um, to receive communion. Um, I um, I love to to see and hug people as we come around and receive the Lord's um, body and blood together. And um, it it may be a moment or time where, as a um, as more of an introvert, it's a little intimidating to kind of be thrust um, into a space with others. Um, and this is where almost you can lean into that as an introvert, where you where you are observing and um, experiencing um, the reality as people walk by, but, you know, beside you and before you, um, we can experience this together as introverts, extroverts, um, and as, as folks who, um, have had different traditions, um, coming into this space and time together. Um, so we move from communing together to this last element of worship that um, really is where everything has been leading up to um, is the, the absolute flow from all the previous elements. And this is our commission, that we are commissioned out in the love of God to be servants in our world. It's um, a, a beautiful um, valuing of who we are and the work that's done for us um, as we've been cleansed, as we've been called, as we've celebrated, um, as we've communed with one another, as we've been consecrated um, by his word, we're fueled um, to be um, sent out. Um, it's a whole process, right, of sanctification, of being made more like Christ, and then ascending. Um, the Hebrews um, writer um, declares in Hebrews 13, he says, Now may the God of peace, who brought again from the dead, our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood of the eternal covenant, equip you with every good that you may do his will, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ." To whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. And this is how we end our podcast as well. Um, Just soaking in um, these reminders um, that we receive through worship. um, And um, that we are a treasure. That we are valuable and needed in our world. And... um, And this is where we can really encourage each other in our real life groups. The E of real, R-E-A-L. The E is is about encouraging. And um, we can be voices to affirm and encourage these places that we are sent out 
to um, ask each other about where where are you sent out? Where do you work? What is that like? Um, where um, are where do you live? Who are your neighbors? Um, who are you, who's your family? What roles do you have? Um, over this year, um, let's continue to be encouragements to each other um, as as we are sent out, encouragements to one another of our forgiveness, and that we are um, able to forgive others. Um, be encouraging reminders that we've been consecrated, um, that we've been called, um, that we um, commune with God and each other, and that we continue to celebrate. So let's con- continue to do that together, and um, we'll move into Scripture for our next podcast. That will be our next part of the trellis that we'll put into the ground as we are exploring these practices of our Christian faith. Um, they're not the Christian life, right? They are intentional ways um, that we we participate and trust that the Lord is growing um, us through um, our tree, our vine, um, as we as we intentionally put these elements and pieces of this trellis into the ground in our lives. So thanks so much for being with me, and um, we'll move on to scripture in our next podcast.